We have another live show for you guys. We're coming back to New York City because I'm back in town. We put something together for May 15th. We're back at Sesh Comedy. Show starts at 7.30. Doors open at 7 p.m. I'm so excited. We loved Sesh when we were there the last time. I'm pumped to be able to do another show back in New York so soon. So Wednesday, May 15th. For tickets, head to our website at findingmrheight.com slash live. That's findingmrheight.com slash live. You can get your tickets right there. That ticket link will be up as you are hearing this announcement. And the venue is BYOB. So if you want a drink, bring a drink. If you like a Diet Coke, bring a Diet Coke. And we're going to hang out afterwards. We can say hello to everybody. Hope to see you all there. See you there. Did you Have you already told the character? No, I haven't. Because um, I think, like, I'm going to tell him, I think, when it's, like, wrapped. And mm-hmm. then also, and be like, yeah, like, you got to end on, like, a real high. <laughs> no matter how this goes, you will be memorialized positively. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Right, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke for the very last time on the public pod. I know. I was going to say, should you practice? Like, this is my co-host, Erica. I, I'm going <laughs> to fuck it up. I absolutely, 100% am going to fuck it up. We have one more, like you and I are doing our live Patreon. Although I guess there's not going to be a cold intro for that. So this is, that is truly the last time that yeah. I will say that. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. All the feels. Memorialized. Yes. Um, So today we are going to be doing an interview of you. I have solicited questions from the listeners. You have not seen the questions. I'm pretty nervous. I have a pit. (laughs) I'm excited. Um, There are some fun ones. Um, I also said before we started recording, there are some that I won't be asking. Um, But uh, I'm really excited. I think – and overall, also, just even beyond questions, like the overarching sentiment was just like sadness and despair from from the group. I feel I feel it too. Trust me. Um, yeah, this is like sad and weird, but we'll soldier through and we'll make it fun. We have a lot to talk about. We do, we do have a lot to talk about. Um, specifically, you have a lot to talk about. I know, but you went on a date too. I saw on Instagram. I did, and I was trying to hide it from you, but then I was like, I ha- I mean, I can't because I'm going to post about. Right, have, I was going to say I, you posted a reel. Yes, I I decided not to, but I did. I did hide the gen- the genesis of it from you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I had no I wanted- idea. I, I had no idea you were going. I was completely shocked when I saw. Yeah, that. well, I didn't. To be fair, I didn't know I was going until Saturday morning. Good for you. So let's get into it. And then okay. we can get into your updates because a lot of the questions are related to your updates, actually. Fair enough. So I think we can just kind of merge work update section with question section. Great. And overlay you know, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yes. So I I did go on a date on Saturday. Um, this is a guy, so as noted previously, I hadn't been in um, really the mood to swipe. Like I'd been very much just, I don't know if burnout is the right word, but more so just that like other things were taking up my mental energy and it wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling like I had the mental energy to do an additional thing, whether that thing was dating or some other stuff too. Yeah. I rededicated myself to the swiping last week. 
and came out with a few different matches, one of which got into a conversation. And I have to be totally honest, I was not bringing my best self to this conversation. Like not bringing the energy, not asking questions. What what's what's what does that look like? I forgot about it twice. Re- yes, like have done that. When I was replying, great, but I was forgetting to reply in the in between times. Not so in good. the in between the in between times. Not so great. So like I would come back to it two days later and be like, shit, I didn't reply to this dude. Yeah, and that was happening like throughout the week, and. But it was fine. Like he, I don't think he noticed it really. Like I think some people just don't respond as quickly on dating apps anyway. He doesn't know that yeah. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. So we were going back and forth. And then on Saturday, on Saturday morning, it was actually right after we recorded, he said – or no, that was Friday. So never mind. On Saturday morning, he said – so he had told me that he used to live in San Diego. And he told me the area that he used to live in in San Diego. And so I was like, oh, cool. Like, how did you end up in that area? It's like not where young people tend to live. And he said, I'd love to – he's like, yeah, like it was kind of a random choice. I'd love to tell you more about it on a date. As if he knows. As As if if he knows. knows. I actually did send you that screenshot. I just didn't tell you. I didn't realize that it was the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Saturday morning and I was like – great. That sounds good. He asked if I was free that night. And not only was I free, but I also was feeling like I wanted to do something. Uh, yeah. I know that feeling, right? It's sort of itch to like be out in the world. Yeah. Because there are other times where I, I technically don't have plans, but I have plans with myself. So plans with yourself are fully plans as we've mm-hmm. discussed. This wasn't one of those times. This was a time where I was like, I kind of want plans. Mm-hmm. And so I said, yeah, I'm free. He suggested drinks at nine. He actually lives fairly close to me. Um, and I don't know his area that well. So he was like, do you want to come over my way? I was like, yeah, that sounds great. He picked a bar um, that I'd never been to that I'd heard good things about from other people. Amazing. Yeah. So uh, then – so great. Went on the date. We're calling him the Padre. Understandable. Yeah. Um, which people on TikTok guessed is because he's a priest, which is true. Um, but he also used to live in San Diego. <laughs> Wait, he's not a priest. No, he's not a priest. I'm kidding. Okay, whoa. Oh my god. Well, I <laughs> I told you that my friend ended up on a date with a priest. You did. Yes, you did. No, he is. And not she a was like, "You might want to, or maybe he was a pastor." I clearly don't know my um, Christian religious figures very it's well. A, that differential is important. Go on. Catholic priests don't have sex. Pastors do. Okay. That would be a very big difference in something you would want to know about if you're going into a dating scenario. Then it must have been a pastor. But she is an agnostic, probably leans atheist person. And so Uh, she was like, you might want to put that on your profile and not just select the badge Christian. Like, no. It's different. Not going to cut it. Anyway, okay. So he's not a priest, but he is. He's not a priest. No, I was just kidding. He has a geographic – relationship to the Padres baseball team. <laughs> Got it. Correct. Correct. Yes. Um, so the other thing about him, so I I thought about whether I, I really do want to share this anecdote and I thought about whether or not I wanted to and I've decided that it's a big enough industry that it's fine. Okay. I was a little bit nervous going into the date because I saw on his profile that he works in crypto. Yeah. You know how I feel about that. 
The look on your face tells me everything. Yes, I do know how you feel with that. I feel with that too. Most people, yeah. most guys that I have met that work in crypto, it's like all they talk about. Yes. If anybody listening right now is watching Winter House, um, there's actually a mm-hmm. girl in crypto and she is just as awful. <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's, That's the, the great point. It's not exclusive to men. I, I have yet – that's not true. Until Saturday, I had yet to meet somebody who works in crypto who like doesn't make it their personality. That's good news. Yeah. So I was nervous going into it that I was like, oh, no, you know, he didn't mention it at all in our Bumble chat, but like you never know. It only came up because I asked about his work. Good sign. Very good sign. And we talked about it a little bit and like I don't know anything about it and I honestly I don't really care to in that moment on a first date, so I didn't ask follow-up questions. But – it was just great. Like it is what he does and he clearly really likes it and is really passionate about it, but he wasn't like putting that on me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that like work is such a large percentage of your time hours wise. I think you need to be able to tolerate your partner talking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But I for, for whatever reason, I have found that the people talking about crypto are often doing it in like a – I'm smarter than you way. Very I'm much. like, why don't you get this kind of way? Like when I think there are movies that I have thought are bad that people are like, oh, you just didn't get it. Like how that is sad exactly the you. vibe. And it's like – That's exactly the vibe. F off. Yes. Yes. I find that people that are really into crypto, this is obviously a generalization and it's not entirely true because the Padre is not like this, but – I have found that people are really into crypto. They're really into crypto. Have that vibe that are like, oh, you haven't discovered crypto yet? Like, oh, I've been investing in crypto since 2017. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Although I, okay. I, yeah, I, I am that asshole about podcasts. Because <laughs> when everyone got into serial, I was like, hmm, heard of her? Yeah, I know. I know what fucking podcasts are. Anyway, so yes, I, I am the asshole as we've learned. There you go. Um, but, but this is not like, like a good date, Allie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so we met for drinks. It was a super casual like beer bar. I liked it a lot. Um, I So I got off the bus with the bus there and I was walking from the bus and like kind of filming my little like TikTok recaps, whatever, when he told me he was almost there. So I was like, oh shit, is he like going to be behind me? He wasn't. But then I got in the bar and I went to film a like surreptitious um, like video scan like of the interior of the bar. My flash was on. Why is inadvertently having your flash on uniquely cringy? So cringy. It lit up the whole bar. You immediately feel like, oh God, I'm 85 and embarrassing myself. Like you, I don't, you just want to crawl into your skin and die. You it's so die. bizarre. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, because the other piece of it is like, why was I filming the interior of the bar? I think I have tried to let go of like there are enough influencers in the world now where so I don't true. feel bad anymore. Yeah. I mean, I I regularly walk down the street talking to my camera. Right, exactly. Although I try to put myself in a FaceTime mood when I do that, like somebody could think I'm FaceTiming with someone. Smart. Um anyway, so it started off with a cold sweat cuz I turned my flash on in the bartender's face basically. <laughs> I'm sure all enjoyed. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, then it was, it was a really nice date. Like it wasn't, it was just really comfy conversation. We didn't get into anything 
super deep or like, you know, relationshipy, if you will. It was more just like a really comfortable conversation and exchanging stories and kind of like building on what the other person was talking about and being interested in hearing more. That sounds so lovely. That's great. That's yeah. a per- that's like a perfect quality first date worthy of yes. a second date. It, it, I would. Totally. I feel like yes, but go ahead. Totally. Yeah. 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 And and then I think I like I I have questions, right? Like I want to ask about you know what he's doing in the world with dating and like all that jazz. But like definitely enough foundation for a second date. Um, one thing that is a little bit funny is that he also has two cats. A four-cat household would be a lot. A four- <laughs> that is cats. literally what went through my mind. I'm like, okay, that that is the definition of a future me problem. That is future casting to the max. But there yeah. are four cats on this date. Did you assess how old his were? Great question. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, like, how, so he actually, uh, how would you how how how's their health? Would you say, Padre? <laughs> would you would what would you would you estimate the longevity of these cats? Is so he without getting into like too many details that'll be too specific. He inherited these cats, not against his will, but it was not hit, it w- it was not an ideal outcome. Got it at the time. Um, he loves them now. Um, but they are older. Okay. All right. There we go. Because they weren't, he has not had them for very long. Um, but yeah, four cats, four cats amongst us. It's so many. It's oh my so God, many that'd cats. That would be a wild, wild household. <laughs> it's so many cats. <laughs> and I fucking love cats and that's a lot of cats. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was really nice. And then, so then at the end of the date, I, so I, I was I got very sleepy. I was too sleepy. <laughs> Never forget and, too sleepy. We haven't been too sleepy in a minute. Uh yeah. I I was too sleepy. And I had gone out I went out hard on Friday night. Um kind of on accident actually. Who and who who do you go with? Um so I went to an event for my high school that was like alumni. It was an alumni event for my high school. Spanning oh, like all alumni that live in New York City. Yeah. I was going to say, how many are, are New York transplants? Because obviously- A lot. Like, there were like 50 that. people at this yeah. event. And even with that, so I only graduated with 83. There are 10 or 11 people from my high school class who live here. That's a lot. Yeah. And only two of us were there. So the, the like 40 to 50 people that were there did not include what I know to be a large chunk of people who live here. Yeah. Well, that's fun. So, was it fun? Like, yeah, did it was you really connect with anybody in particular? Yeah. So, the other person from my class who was there, she and I weren't friends in high school. Not, we weren't enemies, but we just weren't friends. I haven't seen her since graduation. And we reconnected. We were chatting. And she actually invited me out with her friends. And I went. Oh, that's so nice of her. Yeah. And so then we ended up at this Mezcal bar where she like knows the owner and he was bringing us all of these tastings of Mezcal throughout the night. Well, that, th- that'll that get you. It, it'll get you. And that's what I mean when I say accidentally because it was yeah. not – it wasn't part of the plan. I had my work laptop with me. Carry so, my energy with you, Allie. <laughs> y- yeah. It made that home. It made it, it made it home with me. Um, so anyway, so I got too sleepy like on the way to the date. That caught up with me. Okay. Um, and so great date, but we met up at 9 o'clock. So we'd like had a couple beers. It was like 10.30 or so. We're like, okay, like, you know, we should probably get heading out, whatever. 
he was like, oh, I was going to see if you wanted to come over and have some bubbles. We, I should, I should preface this by saying we had talked about our wedding drink of choice. Like what drink, what do we choose to drink at a wedding? I had said I choose to drink bubbles and I had said it that way because I always call it that. Yeah. And so he was like, I actually have a bottle of bubbles at home. Like I was going to see if you wanted to like come over and have some. And I told him I was too sleepy. And so then – and I and I don't wouldn't have gone anyway. Like that – I wasn't feeling that vibe. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you – would you have felt comfort like first date vibes going over for the second I location? I comfortable but I didn't want to Mm -hmm. and I didn't so I didn't get I didn't get like a weird pushy vibe from it I got like a very genuine I'd like to continue this vibe but I don't think I would have gone even if I weren't too sleepy yeah so we exited the bar so I said no but like I I, but I reiterated when I said no that I did have fun and I did want to do it again that like that's not the reason we get outside. He asked how I was getting home. I said I was taking the bus. And he pointed. And he was like, oh, is that your bus? And it was pulling up across the street. And I was like, shit, yes, it is. And buses don't come very often at night. So we did like the most rushed hug goodbye. And I like sprinted through traffic across the street to catch this bus. And I missed the bus. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's the worst of both outcomes. Right. And so then I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to start walking home because the next bus doesn't come for like 20 minutes and I'm not that far from home. And I then ended up accidentally following him home. Did he catch you? Thank God, no. Oh, thank God. But imagine, like, no, I will decline your invitation, but I will follow you there. And also it, like – it gives private investigator where it's like I'm going (laughs) to run in this direction surreptitious like you're gonna go around the bus and follow you back make a u-turn not getting on that bus so so i got out ahead of it in case he did catch me i texted him and said like sorry i had to run away which i would have done anyway because i i literally sprinted away from this man yeah but i i texted him i said sorry i had to run away so quickly i actually ended i actually ended up missing the bus and walking anyway like had a great time there you go so that way if he happened to turn around i would have I would have already established my my alibi for why I was walking half a block behind him in the dark. I mean, not only is that a good alibi, like not even an alibi, but just a good cover, great way to potentially get the ball rolling on texting. Yes, it, that my thought too. And like and I did think it truly was it was like a a wild departure. Yeah. Although he prompted it, I would not have noticed the bus. Yeah, no, it was nice. Of really him. Did, it was honestly nice of him. Yeah, so I really did want to reiterate, like, although I declined your invitation to come home with you and then sprinted away from you at full speed, I did enjoy this date and I would like to see you again. Yes. Yeah, especially given like declining the second location. And yeah, that's a great, that's a that's an especially good time, I think, to affirm. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. So I did, so I did that, and then we texted a little bit that night, and we – so that was Saturday night. It is now Monday night to anchor people in time. Um, we texted a little bit yesterday, which was Sunday, a little bit today, and then today he asked if I'm around tomorrow. Oh, amazing. Are you going to go? Yeah. Yeah. So so actually – so I forgot something that happened yesterday. So on the date, he had mentioned it is crazy busy at work for him right now. It's one of the reasons I asked about work is because he had just mentioned – 
how like stressed he had been about work. And he's been working like crazy hours. He's like, yeah, I like really haven't had any nights free. I feel like I don't like, you know, I'm not out doing things. And I made a joke about like being flattered. He was spending his free night with me. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. So like he didn't say better make it good, but like he he made a reciprocating joke about like, you know, better make it worth my while kind of thing. Clearly a joke. Yes. And so then yesterday when we were talking, he was saying he was working on Sunday. He was like, yeah, like so um, – and I said, is this a way – is this your way of extending the guilt trip? Cute. And he was like, well, our next date is probably going to be on my next available only free night. So the guilt trip will be never ending. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Great. I like a so bit. I like the- a bit. Yeah, so we have a bit, and he had brought the date into the conversation. So then today he asked, are you around tomorrow? And I, although I am moving on Wednesday, I don't technically have plans tomorrow night. And so though it is probably not a good idea to go on a date, I'm going to do it. And aren't they just packing you on Wednesday? They are, but I have more organization that I need to do before that happens. Got it. That I didn't get to really today. Um Maybe I will tomorrow or things are just going to be super chaotic in the boxes because they're not – they're just packing as they see stuff. They're not like organizing how it's packed. Sure. But are they – do they like protect things? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. That's the part that would stress me. Like I'm – They do a way better job than I ever would. Fair enough. Of the protection. Okay. Um. But like they're not, you know, if I if something happens to be in my bedroom that is not supposed to be in my bedroom, it's going in a bedroom box. Right. Right, right. So like that's the that is the organization that I was hoping to do. So I but I said that to him. I was like, it's probably a bad idea for me to do that, but I'm leaning toward doing it anyway. <laughs> um and we are in the midst of that conversation, so we haven't decided what we're doing. Great. Well, I'm excited. I'm we'll hear about it on the live Patreon. Yeah. Oh yeah, we will. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, And then um, I had a – it's not a phone-throwing moment, but I texted you this, like, this ick that I experienced with another Bumble conversation that was going on. Yes. That I wanted to relay before we get to your updates and questions. Yeah. So out of my sort of renewed swiping, a few conversations had come to pass. One of them is the Padre. And then one of them I don't think is going to go anywhere. And then the other one is this guy who we were talking about sports. Obviously, I play volleyball. He plays tennis. I had mentioned that I have never really played tennis, like ever, ever. Mm-hmm. But I think it sounds really fun. And when the weather gets warmer, I want to, I would love to try it. And he said, you should. Tennis is loved by young adults who need more excuses to get good cardio. Yeah, yeah. And I said, does he work for big tennis? Right. I, I thought it sounded like an infomercial from the 80s. Like, like I I thought I can just picture like people in in like really short, short 80s style tennis outfits with like a boring voiceover that says like, tennis is loved by young adults who are looking to get more cardio. It is so strange. And it, it's very impersonal. Yes. And educational. It's so strange. It's yes. so strange. It's a, such a weird thing to say. And so 
he did I didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't act, like there's no I would have to take the conversation in a different direction in order to say something back. Yeah. And I was just so icked by that statement that I yeah. did not. So that's not going anywhere. Wild. It's a very weird thing to say. Very. Very cringy. Very cringy. And I very rarely say that. Yeah, true. Like for me to like be – think that something somebody said to me is cringy specifically, that yeah. is very unusual. Yeah. I mean, you never know what you can overlook. I'm I'm tolerating the vanity license plate right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he, if he were to follow up with something normal and like continue the conversation, I'm not going to – like I haven't unmatched him or anything like that. Yeah. But like – I'm just not feeling inspired to branch off into a new direction with this Mm -hmm. at the moment. Fair. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Well, that's fun. I'm excited. Yeah. And then the big move is uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Packing on Wednesday, moving on Thursday. I'm realizing all the things that I need to do, like logistically, not just the moving part, but like Changing your address, turning on electric, yep. you know, all that shit. It is a bleak, stressful time. Yeah, there's a lot. So, but I'm excited. Good. Speaking of being excited, what's going on on your on your end? I mean, I've I have I have a lot of updates, and I've I've been trying to think about how to like narratively talk about them because um, mm-hmm. I think I mean they kind of they interact. Um, yes. I do want to say I sat next to a lovely woman on the plane, oh. an 84-year-old. She's um, – her her husband died a few years ago and she dates mm. and she was asking me if I did online dating. She does. Is she, and, oh, she's on the apps? Mm-hmm. She is. What's her favorite? I, I didn't ask which one she uses, but I got her I got her card. We want to stay in touch. And oh, um, I have she, to I, know everything about her. I love her. Um I like want to be her. She's like delightful. And what actually made me think of it in this moment was um, she just got a knee replacement because she plays so much tennis. But um, so apparently it's good for older adults. Tennis is loved by young adults (laughs) until your knee gives out. Um, But um, but yeah, she was like giving me like dating advice and stuff. She has been on a couple dates with a 75 year old UCLA professor and it's apparently very promising. Yeah. A younger man. Yeah. Um, He's apparently very fit and family oriented. Oh, this this is great. It was amazing. Um, so anyway, I like want her updates. So I've been talking a bunch about how I'm trying to order in less. And part of that is that I'm cooking at home more. But when I don't have time to cook, which is more often than not, I have really can still been loving Factors meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, and they have so many options too. Every week, their menu, they have 35 options that you can pick from. So you can find whatever it is that you're looking for. It's so easy. It's no fuss and no mess. It's so great. And I've also been really enjoying their add-ons that they have. So they have breakfast. They have on-the-go lunches if you don't work from home. I've been ordering their snacks recently to have like a little pick-me-up in the afternoon. And I've really been enjoying that. Yeah. And they also are celebrating Earth Day all month. You can look for their Earth Month Eats badge on their menu. And that will be meals that have the lowest carbon footprint. So shout out to Factor for that one. That's pretty cool. So you can head to factormeals.com slash FMH50 and use code FMH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code FMH50 at factormeals.com slash FMH50 
to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. So, um, okay. So I just got back from Boston. Yeah. Where I hung out with the Ranger. Yes. Which just as a preview was the number two thematic question that we got. People need to know. Okay, People I need mean, to know. Here it is. Here it is. Well, we're giving it perfect timing. So, to level set a little bit, I, I was like me to him in college was the combination of the heart eyes emoji, star eye emoji. Okay, yeah. And so going into this visit, I was like, I need to take those glasses off. Yes. I cannot put this man on the pedestal that I had him on when I was 19. Like, that's wild. Yeah. So um, he's still, like, an incredible guy. So thoughtful and lovely. And at every turn was like, we're going here. I've made a reservation. Like, do your do you have friends that want to come? Like, do you want to integrate some of your plans with some of my plans? Like, do you want me to plan everything? Do you want to plan something? Like, just so on top of it, communicative, lovely. Like, he's great. Yeah. We had a great time. Fell right back into, like, how easily we talk and catch up. And, I mean, frankly, like, long story short, it's kind of a short update in a way, Long story short, I truly have like platonic love for the ranger. I Mm. do not have romantic love as an adult for him. Um, It's a development that I don't think many saw coming. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I was ready. I was like pretty ready. And this is why I'm actually quite glad that I didn't plan for anything. I think if I had told myself, I'm going to want to tell him Let's figure out long distance. I'm going to want to tell him, you know, let's make it work. And here's what I want to say. And I didn't plan for any of that. I just wanted to see how I felt live. And I'm really glad because I had no desire to have those conversations. What was the vibe you got in return? I got a very friendly vibe in return. I think that there are some – I I talked to a friend on the phone uh, when I was like going for – I was like walking around on Saturday morning and we Mm -hmm. had been together. We met up for dinner on Friday at 7, I think, and we're together until like 2 in the morning. And so like my friend was asking me about it. And I think that there were like – there were like various points where I probably could have – moved it somewhere where we were like alone at his place. Like he dropped me back off where I was staying. And like, he was like, I'll walk you to the door. Like I probably could have invited him to come up. Like, you know, like I probably could have oriented things in that direction. Right. And didn't. Um, He also could have. Yeah. A hundred percent. I learned some things that I was very not aware of on this trip. Like what? He is six months out of a three and a half year relationship. Oh, wow. Yes. He dated another ranger. Oh. Yes. And so we talked a lot about that. And he um, – because like I was really not – we don't really talk about dating. Yeah. And essentially – it's funny because then on Saturday, once I kind of come to this realization after this like long Friday hang, on Saturday Uh I was like – 
oh, I'm not going to give a shit. Like, we're going to talk about dating. I want to hear about is like what – like, I, I, I just was – I was like, we're going to go there. We're just going to talk about everything. Yeah. And – um, had a really had a had a very interest like it was very interesting and helped like made me learn this context. Um and I think he feels and it, it kind of ties to the text I think I talked about on the main podcast, um, where he mentions that like he's living in a dorm as a part of yeah. the business school. And I think he views his life right now as like kind of a mess. Like I think he yeah. thinks he's a little bit of a mess emotionally and professionally. And so like I'm not making excuses. Like this is not like a – like it doesn't hurt my ego that he like didn't come on strong or like make a move. Like I'm fine with right. that. Um, I think college me would be sad. But um, I feel a little bit – I felt a little – on Friday I felt a little bit sad about sort of like – almost like mourning the hopes that my past self had had. I was going to say like letting go of this like idea of the right. one that got away guy. Yes. Where I feel such like true closure on the matter where – It's amazing. Like, yeah. I'm like really glad I went. And because I don't think like when he texts me now, when he like pops his head up, like there's no – there's no like what does it mean? What if? Could we make it work? The answer is no. Yep. I, I yeah. do not want that. Yeah. That's amazing closure to have. Yeah. It's not it's not certainly not like the rom com ending, but um Yeah, the, the listeners are probably gonna be sad. I know. But there's good news. They're in, they were invested. But I know. yes, there is good news. Let's talk about the character. So this was telling to me in that there were several group activities that the ranger and I did. Um we went to like a brewery with his business school class. We went to I, I have several good friends from college who live in Boston. One of them, it this weekend happened to um, her birthday is today. And so she had like a little intimate birthday dinner that she ended up including us in. Oh, so amazing. like we went to that on Saturday night. And then we went to this like big waspy race rowing thing called Head of the Charles. And um, – so like lots of group hangs as well as some one on one time. Yeah. And at the group hangs, I was thinking about like wishing like I was experiencing that event with the character. Mm, that is such a good juxtaposition to have, too. Yeah. And like when I was like when I was like catching up directly with the Ranger, I was like having a great time truly catching up with a vi- like a very old friend. Like we've known each yeah. other for 20 or no, I'm sorry, 14 years. Yeah, almost 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but like, I was definitely thinking about a lot of like the experiences I was having kind of as a tourist and as a visitor, being like, oh, this would kind of like, I kind of, I kind of wish he was here with me. Kind of wish yeah. I was talking to him, like joking around with him about this or whatever. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, so then also, okay, wait, what main pod listeners also do not know is that we went out before I left. Yes. I was going to say, I don't think you've given the second date update here. Yeah. Which is, um, I labored over whether or not to like tell him my Tuesday before leaving for a trip, the trip on Wednesday morning was free. And also didn't, I did not mention this on the Patreon on Sunday night when I was deciding whether or not to text, I met up with therapy Jeff for dinner and so I, got, I asked him to weigh in. It was so fun. Um, and I got him to weigh in. <laughs> oh, what did Jeff say? 
Oh, he was like, you you should text him. I, I mean, agreed. Um, we, and we've had that conversation before, right? Of like, if you have the one free night, just tell them you have the one free night. Otherwise, you're going to like box yourself into a corner of not seeing the person because you were like trying to prove a point in not exactly them when you're free. Yeah, no, that's that's what I came to. And also in part because Jeff's point was this is not a normal week. Yeah. You are not try- – you are not kind of like show – like it's one thing to like show the guy that has been texting me incessantly but will not make a plan that when you ask me then for like two days later, no. That's not yes. going to – like that's not what's happening here. And so he was like, you should tell him. Yeah. Like in other words, like you're not establishing precedent that you're yes. always going to at the beginning of the week say like, by the way, these are my free evenings. Yes, Exactly. So we went out on Tuesday and it was very quick, low-key, grabbed dinner. And I like that because I like I love like a date. I love a date night that's like an event mm-hmm. um, that can be more of like a long thing, can have multiple stops, like whatever. Like that's a great time. But I also like an early kind of proof of concept date where prove to me that when we're both busy, we can carve out an hour, put our phones away, have a lovely catch up and then – move along. And that's yeah. like exactly what this was. And it was nice. And like he even said – um he even said it was like just great to like get like a little bit of time with you. And then after he drove me home from the restaurant, dropped me off and texted me like 20 minutes later and said, you know, just to confirm we're going to pick up where we left off when you get back. And um yeah, texted me throughout the trip, called me um to ask how it was going. Um So into – like – the opposite. All of this is the opposite of the writer. It's like amazing. It's hilarious. So the juxtapositions again. Yeah, the texting and calling actually isn't. He was a pretty good communicator while I was gone. But um, what I really appreciated was today coming back. So he texted me last night and said, "Remind me, um, are you back tomorrow?" And mm-hmm. I said yes. And um, he was like, "Great, like." Excited. To, he literally said, excited for you to be back. That's Cute. directly opposite of the of, – not the rower, the writer. That is directly opposite of the writer, um, who was the least excited about my return. Least, <laughs> so couldn't, couldn't be less excited, in fact. So ambivalent. And, um, and so that was really nice. And then this morning, he texted and said, like, hey, like, when do you – he asked, like, it's like, oh, like, how's it smooth travels? When do you get in? And I totally thought it, he was just making idle conversation. And so I yeah. said, I said, like, 1030. And he responds, okay, I have, like, a Zoom meeting at 11, but I am working from home. Let me see if I can, like, move some things around. Oh. And I was like, for what? Like, are you – I was like, wait, like, to pick me up? And he was like, yeah, like, it would be nice to get, like, 25 minutes together. Like a like a little bonus twenty five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, that's like so cute, man! Oh man, that's so nice." I was so impressed. It's so, so it it's did not so nice. He was not able to move things around, but oh, in that same paragraph text said like, setting that aside, my assumption is that you're going to have a busy week coming off of, you know, a trip where you were like, yeah, working, and. <laughs> And he's like, I'm assuming you're going to have a busy week, so can we plan for Friday? I have an idea for a date. And, and what, what's his idea? God. 
Oh, I don't know. He he's oh. he's keeping it he, he's keeping it slightly surprising. It sounds like oh, how fun. he said he gave me a hint that it's something we talked about on our first date. Oh, do you have any which ideas? I don't. It was too long of a date to predict. Um, but he called it a mini adventure, so I don't know. I was, we'll I was going to say the screenshot said adventure. Yeah, he's yeah he called it a mini adventure, so we'll see. But um, like what what a man with forethought. Like who knew? We love a in man our year twenty twenty two. In the year twenty twenty two, we love a man to with think this is what it's like for a person to return from a trip and like have a life. I'm going to ask. I'm going to get ahead of this and ask yeah. for Friday. The character is firing on on all c- cylinders. He's just like great. Love it. Yeah. Well, Friday. So so also you will also have a date update on the live Patreon on Saturday. You're right. Oh my god. Great. Oh. Yeah. Love that for me. Going to be perfect. Yeah, this is the, this is going to be the first time in a while actually that we both have like date updates at the same time. That's true. Oh, good. Yeah, I mean, a little ironic, but good. <laughs> yes. All right. Now it's the part that I'm nervous about. Go question ahead. time. Um, okay, so like I said, many many questions were about the writer. Um, no, the the, or excuse me, yeah, the we ranger. have a lot Gosh. of like. Our set like yeah. rower ranger writer is like a little tricky. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. Um, okay, but that is not the number one question that that you got. Okay, the number one question you got is why. Okay, fine. I feel like we explained that, but I think so. But I, but maybe I mean, it really is as simple as what we said. Yeah, but I understand. The like, the thought of like, oh well, what what are the details? There must be more to it. But like, yeah, really, it's exactly what you said. Yeah, it's it's like deeply boring, and like <laughs> I, I have to go to trial and like live in a conference room, and it, my life is going to be less fun now. Like pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and then the second, so I guess that was one. Rangers three. The second most popular is. Is there a chance that you'll come back as a guest occasionally? Yeah, absolutely. As like for sure. Yeah, I I assume Allie and Erica will have me. Um, yeah, and I, I would love to. Yes, definitely. And uh, so, apologies if we didn't make that clear enough last week because or two weeks ago because absolutely. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um. Okay. Now some rapid fire questions from the listeners. Okay. If you could go back to Rourke from the start of the podcast, what would you say to her? Oh God, that's a good question. Um, I think that what I would tell myself is like prepare to be a part of like this community that you did not expect. Mm. And because something that I think is so nice and something that I am very sad to kind of lose the amount of like touch points that I have is the interaction that I have with people where we're you know, I'm getting DMs about the mole or, you know, a piece of advice that we shared or something like that. Like communicating with people far and wide that, you know, it, like the way I like to think of it is, and it's funny because like, I'm sure you see this a lot. Like I get, we probably both get DMs where people are saying like, I feel like I know you, you guys are my friends. Like, yeah, you know us, we just haven't met you yet. Like yeah. y- you are great way totally. to put it. Yeah. And so like this is sincerely us. You know, these are not characters. Like I probably take some stronger stances on things to like amp up like 
to have a stronger opinion so that like it's more interesting to hear us talk about. But like besides that, like this is us, man. And you know, you're getting to know us so well and I I am sad that I won't get to know everybody else better, basically. Yeah. It's funny because you and I have the opposite. Like when you said that you probably amp up some of your stances, mm. you know this already, but I go the other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I worry more. I worry more about like – about because I just generally have been told in the past that I come across as like too strong and angry. <laughs> this isn't related to this podcast. Yeah. But therefore, I go the other way. So it's just like it's interesting that we have that uh, difference. Yeah. Um. Related to that question, what has been the biggest dating takeaway for you while recording? I think that I embraced more on the pod, do it for the story. Mm. And not because I think that it is our obligation to, you know, create dating related content every week, but it sort of gave me, and we talked about this a little bit when I did my month in Dallas, which was sort of like vacation mindset of like, yeah, we're going to see these people again. What's really the risk? Just do it. And just like having a variety of experiences where you're less afraid because like the stakes are always lower than you think they are. And and so like it gave me, I think, the bravery to like do things in certain situations because I always felt like at least it would be a funny update. I love that. Thank you. That's – yeah. And and I think you're so right that 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 applies. Like that's like a nice thing to kind of take forward of like the stakes are lower than you think. Uh, what do you think is your favorite nickname that you've had for a guy? I mean, the alive man is like pretty good. (laughs) That one's really funny to me. However, I do think like aspiring sober vegan is like the most evergreen. Yes, but that one's not, but yes, like, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. It's your ex, but I, I said it, but it's your ex. So I don't know how to count that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Um, but for somebody I've dated, it has to be the alive man. Yeah. I think they met somebody that you've dated, but I like the interpretation of nicknames you've come up with because Aspiring Super Vegan is the best in my opinion. I forgot yeah. about the alive man. Yeah. He's still alive. He texts me sometimes. Which I think is the opposite. I think I said the alive man in this case. Oh my God. You probably did. Oh yeah. That's so funny. I think I, I think I did. Yeah. So there we go. We're just giving each other our favorite nicknames. Yeah. Um, for the record, the listener who submitted that voted for lots of dogs here. That's a that is a that is a good one. It's a good one. It also just has like taken on another meaning. Yes, which I really like. Yeah, it has transcended. It has the man. Who has been your favorite guest on the pod? Probably therapy Jeff. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, he's been back twice for a reason. Yeah, he's just great. Has, yeah. He has so many good things to say and like plays ball so well. Yeah, I also really like about Jeff that he co-hosts the pod when he guests yes he does he really he takes he takes a rein yeah and he'll like ask us questions to be like i want to know what you think about this i'm like amazing Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um okay and what was your favorite episode and you can't include either of jeff's because those are now put aside that's fair um there was definitely an episode i remember editing where i texted you and i was like this one or like this one just like feels really good um i think it was one of the anxiety ones you yeah, definitely it might said have... that about one of the anxiety ones. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe re- repost our lists from like our top. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we did. Commemorated we our did year. Our yeah. Sorry. I'm kind of dodging that one. I mean, we we just we can't pick a favorite child. 
I know there are also so many. I'm and I'm I'm unprepared. Yeah, there are a lot. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Classic date question, but now I want to know. Winky face. Oh gosh. Um, I mean, truly, I like truly, ideally, in five years, I would love to be married. I would love to be married by then. Um, I would like to be married in five years. I, I would like to be, like, moving up as you kind of have to like. There's no – like, you can't get promoted in big law. Like, you just march along the years. Um, and so it's not like there's, like, a position that I want per se. Like, yeah. I, I just want to be doing it. Um, I do really want – like, in terms of career, there is this role where um, you're, like, a mentor that, like, runs the summer associate program. Oh, I do cool. really want that. And, like, five years puts me, like, right – like, that would probably be in the next four years that I would apply for that. Um so I'd really like to have like either done that or be doing that. Um, and then I would like to be like talking to my partner about having kids. Um, like I would like that to – like because then I would be like about to turn 38. And so I would like to be – have that on the radar. Yeah. I think that's a lovely yeah. vision. Thank you. What will be your new creative outlet? Such a good question. That is actually one of my like big fears. Um, mm. I – I'm probably I'm maybe I'll maybe I'll cook more maybe I won't I don't know. I think I will probably like try to prioritize reading for pleasure and doing mm, some I jigsaw puzzles. Um but frankly like part of the problem here is not like I'm leaving the podcast and that time stays free, right? right. Like it's uh, that you I, don't have that time. Exactly. Like I'm I'm leaving because like Sometimes we record at five in the morning, my time, to, like, make sure that, like, we both get to work on time. And, like, that will not work forever, you know? And so it's not like I think it's going to, like, open up a ton of free time. Um, But just – those are just sort of, like, goals I have in general, frankly. (laughs) Reading for pleasure more. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Out of all your guests, what's a piece of advice that stuck with you? I mean, some there are some that I feel like we talk about a lot. I the one I think about a lot is like response versus reaction. Yeah, which was Sharice Cook. But um, yeah. Do you feel a sense of relief that you won't have to disclose to your dates about the podcast anymore? Well, I think it would be weird if I like didn't mention that I did a thing. I guess with like statute, yeah. like there's going to be sort of like a point where it's weird to mention that it like six months ago I did this, right? Like I I, I don't know when that time comes where it's like, should I mention that this is out there? Should I not? Um, but no, I never really minded bringing it up, frankly. Yeah. Did you, have you already told the character? No, I haven't. Um, cause I think like, I'm going to tell him, I think when it's like wrapped and mm-hmm. then also, and be like, yeah, like you got to end on like a real high. <laughs> no matter how this goes, you will be memorialized positively. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I think, I think you're right. There's like, the statute of limitations thing, but it, there's also a difference between telling somebody that you're currently doing a thing where you will talk about them. Oh, true. Versus telling someone that you used to talk about your dating life and it's out there. Yeah. But I they also, were not a part of it, obviously. A reason I have not told the character is because I really didn't want him to like hear me talk about the Boston trip in, yeah. in that way. Very fair. Very like fair. he, he – like visiting college friends – it's been kept in that space. Yeah. 
Um, I did not tell the Padre on our first date. Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. I don't always do it. I only do it on the first date if it comes up really naturally. Yeah. I always try to do it by date two though. So I, I will tell him on our next date. What was the best part of podcasting dating life with a close friend? Oh my God. So many things. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think like, I think my favorite part is I do love when, even though it's difficult, when we've like kept things from each other and had really organic reactions live. I yeah. think that's really fun. And then, you know, it it sort of forces you to – it sort of like forces you to think about things because sometimes – like I remember a friend um, telling – another like this wasn't about me but a, a piece of advice she gave a, another friend of ours when this guy was like treating her very poorly and mm. she said is this really the story you're going to tell your kids about how like mommy and daddy met oh damn yeah and i was like oh shit and um so and like she had a point though where like this guy was like it's like oh like and daddy like really like jerked me around for a while and like <laughs> really you know whatever and like i'm sure it would become sanitized if sure these people did end up together but the point stands and i do think it makes me think where i'm like is this like the story I want. Like, am I okay with telling – because sometimes – like, I am somebody who hides negative things about a relationship mm. and, like, will not tell somebody, like, that something is, like, going poorly or whatever. And I've been, like – like, I've only kept things for real kind of privacy issues, like the classmate having kids. And yeah, yeah. um, But, like, I've been pretty honest about how, like, interactions I've had, fights I've had, that, like – not cool texting that's happened, like whatever. And it does make you think like, if I'm going to tell somebody about this, like I have to kind of reckon with the reality of it. And how do I really feel about saying it out loud? Um, And so that's been very like kind of forced reflection in a way that was unexpected. Yeah. And then that same person asked follow up, what's been the most difficult part? I mean, that too, frankly, Uh, uh, honestly, those are kind of one in the same. Yeah. For me, I think like when you were saying the thing about like it's so great podcasting with a close friend because it's like what's the story I want to tell, et cetera, there's also the element of like, well, she's not going to mince words about this. Yeah. Yeah. So like that – I think that part is really difficult in a but in a way that pushes you. Yes, exactly. Totally. It's like a – yeah, in a good way. What is one thing in your life you wish you could go back and redo? Um, this is going to sound very funny because I obviously just like went to visit college friends and I have college friends that listen and are very meaningful to me. But And I think I've said this before. Um, I would probably go to a different college. Somebody actually asked what college would you go to because I think they knew that about you already. So yes. what college would um, you go to? I would go to a college that had a higher ratio of kind of like quirkier, weirder people. Um mm. I think I felt I felt very I felt very out of place in college. And um so I and I think that like big big spaces, whether it be a city, a university, or whatever, it's all about how do you make this feel small, right? How do I find my group of people that are gonna make this big place feel like a small feel like a community that I can that I have support from? And 
I think I had to, I totally found it where I went and that's why I have the close friends that I still have. But I think it was a heavier lift than it would have been other places. Makes a lot of sense. Shallower question or lighter question. What's your go-to meal to make for a date? Oh, um, I always, I, I really like to do a whole roasted chicken because it's easier than you think and looks super impressive. Um, yeah. The Allison Roman um, buttered oregano chicken, if you Google that, it should come up, is probably my go-to. And um, and then I will do like season, like I, I can't. I can't answer the sides because that's always that has to be like seasonal. Like I'll go to the farmer's market and like what I would do in fall would be different than in summer. Um, Mm. And so like something that's good and seasonal, whether it's like a hearty salad or like a veggie – like a roasted veggie or a roast – like some sort of potato, you know, something like that that makes sense with the weather. I I love a seasonal side. Got to. So good. You're totally right. Whole roasted chicken is a lot easier than people think it is. So easy. Yeah, you just got to make sure that it doesn't – like you got to do the stuff so that it's not dry, which yeah. that recipe does. Rub it in butter. <laughs> um, oh, what role has therapy played in changing your dating habits or attitude towards dating? Oh, man. That's – I mean, that's been the biggest thing, I think, because I've been in – I've been in consistent therapy throughout the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually – I'm excited to, to update her on the Ranger. She's <laughs> – She's excited too. Um, <laughs> and um, so I think I am certainly like more myself as a dater than I've ever been mm-hmm. in terms of like one of my biggest resolutions is like not making myself somebody else to like date somebody, like not be a chameleon dater um, yeah. or kind of like fit into the box of like who they want their partner to be. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think just sort of like – and I don't mean putting myself out there as being open. I mean literally putting who I am, like my personality out there. Yes. Um, that's been a big thing in therapy. And then um, her biggest like takeaway with me has always been um, – and it's funny because I think that I, I, I probably come across – like. I come across probably on this podcast as somebody who is willing to cut people off like pretty quickly. And that is actually like the opposite of what I've been in the past. And the biggest, like the thesis that my therapist like started our whole relationship with was, I want you to learn if like, if you take anything away, I want you to learn that things can fall apart and you can let them. Mm. And this sort of gets to that like rant. I think I did like a couple months ago where it was like, let a, like let a partner fuck up yeah. and like don't try to anticipate a problem and either avoid it or fix it for them or like anything like that like let let you show and like the you know the Maya Angelou quote that you love like when people show you who they are believe them mm-hmm. and I think that I I'm just making a lot like fewer excuses now and I think that that's perhaps maybe I've overcorrected who's to say but that has been a big, big learning curve, and I, I, I think I'm making progress. I think this is a good one to end on because it's sort of like hints at the future. What is one topic you never got to discuss in the pod that you always wanted to? Oh, very good question. Um, yeah, because I was also I was actually thinking like if like is there like a particularly good like topic or something like that 
I would want to like ask to like let you guys let me back in on. Um, honestly, actually, something I would love to talk about is um, wedding etiquette. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which is like not exactly datey, but is like relationshipy in a much oh, broader absolutely. sense. And like, I love wedding friendship stuff. I love wedding dating stuff. I lo- like all that shit is so interesting to me. I would love to talk about wedding etiquette. That's a great topic, and I will be writing it down. Thank you. Um, the one that was your idea that we never got to originally, and we we will, but like food and dating, and like oh, that whole thing. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. I'd still be um, open to talking about that, but that's – it's certainly heavier. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, well, or maybe one day. You'll be missed, obviously, from all of the submissions, but by me especially. Thank you, darling. And I'm I mean, so I'll talk to you probably in two minutes, so. I mean, I'm going to talk to you every day, but <laughs> but, but well, we're going to have to like FaceTime sometimes now because yeah, I was I'm going to miss that. our – I'm going to miss our face-to-face chats. Like we're going to need some FaceTimes. I think that you will be an, an important um, exception. You'll be my FaceTime carve-out in my contract So I was life. about to say, I <laughs> I know you don't like FaceTimes, but I might have to force them upon you. Yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down. I'm very down. I won't I won't surprise FaceTime you. Well, Allie, it's been a honor and a pleasure. I'm so proud of you and I genuinely can't wait to listen and be a fan. I, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm gonna do with my free time. I'm gonna fucking be a listener. Good. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Perfect. We're gonna miss you so much, and I'm just I'm so sad, but excited for you know all that's to come for you too in your career. And I think like somebody said this in the Discord that it's I think you are really modeling excellent boundaries. Oh, and, that's really nice. Like getting out ahead of needing to set those boundaries because, like you said when we announced it two weeks ago, you didn't want to do a thing where you were already in over your head and overwhelmed and yeah. had to like pull the ripcord. Yeah. And I think that that is something that a lot of people can take into life in general. And, you know, a lot of people overcommit themselves and then end up overwhelmed and stressed and don't know when to say, I need Uncle. to stop this. Yeah. 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 So well, thank you for that. Thank you to all the listeners. I like – yeah, so I guess I haven't really even said that yet. Thank you thank you guys. Like I'm so glad that you've taken anything away from the blather that I put into the world. And so like thank you for listening. Please continue to listen. Um nothing's going to like nothing will really change. Like obviously Erica's a whole brand new gal. Different and, human. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and she'll bring new lenses and new perspectives. Um but I think the like the values of why you like this podcast now are not going to change. And um I just have loved connecting with you and if you still want to like I'm a, like I'm around connect with me. I'll continue my little like sparse AMAs on <laughs> Instagram mm-hmm. or something. Um and so yeah, as, to the degree people are interested, I will keep them updated. All right. People are interested, that's very clear. Thanks. Um what do they say? Like good night and good luck. Good night and good luck. <laughs>